Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject called destination anxiety. And it's something that uh, we we feel like keeping with our whole feel and flavor of, of trying to share with friends and listeners some things that we've learned in life from 25 years of marriage and four kids. This is a concept that we've gathered. It's probably a, a deal with me, actually, babe, more than it is with you. But I think it's pretty you know prevalent in, in society today. And with Destination anxiety, just to kind of give you a little bit of an overview. I mean, Jennifer's got some great examples that we'll we'll go through today, but it's basically kind of like never being happy where you're at in the moment. Would you say that that's fair, babe? Is that destination anxiety is like always trying to chase something forward or maybe living in the past or whatever, but like you're never happy where you're at. And really the, the destination anxiety comes from being stressed out over something that you hope in the future is going to bring you happiness. So Jennifer, give a couple examples maybe to listeners about some things that you think that are maybe common that people have about destination Mm -hmm. anxiety. Well, one of them I thought about was weight. A lot of people want to lose weight. Some people want to gain weight, but I think most people want to lose weight. And it's like, I'll be happy when I'm X amount of pounds. So instead of being happy how you are right now, you wait until you think you can only be happy until you lose the weight. The problem with that is chances are when you get to the weight that you think will bring you happiness, it doesn't. And then you think, oh, I I need to lose five more pounds. So it's like you're never truly happy. You're always chasing a goal. And it's interesting because two people could weigh the exact same weight and one person is super happy and one person is miserable. So we think it's the weight, the number on the scale, but it's really not. It's how we're feeling inside. So it's important to get out of that is to learn how to be happy now. Yeah, and I think another one that we see a lot with, um, we've got, you know, children, our two oldest are in their 20s, and a lot of times we see that this generation seems to say, gosh, I'm going to be happy when I'm married. You know, or I'm going to be happy when I'm done with college, or I'm going to be happy some point in the future. Yeah, and then when they we get, get out of debt, when we have a bigger house, when we have or a I nicer buy a car, house, or we have kids. Like, well, I'm going to yeah. be happy when I have a kid, or when I've got a career, or I'm out of school, right. and and you're just chasing this, and you start to be on this treadmill, and you and you never get there. It, it it's like you're never become satisfied with where you're at and where you're mm-hmm. and what your station is in life, and so. It can cause all kinds of issues. I know for me, like that's why I love calling it destination anxiety, is that it causes a tremendous amount of anxiety in me is constantly chasing something in the future that I'm never going to go get. Like I I will be candid (laughs) and Jennifer, like this is crazy, but I know that there are times that I have been on a vacation planning another vacation. Like I'm not even like enjoying the vacation I'm at because I'm I'm forward-looking about how great the next vacation is going to be. And I think when we were talking about this uh, in preparation for this, 
you had mentioned something about that whole concept about how people are are not living, you know, in the now or in the moment. And that's really some of the the struggle with this. Would you say is that, you know, yeah, because you become so future focused, you can't you can't live in the now. And it's of course important to have a goals and hopes and dreams for your future. But if you get caught up in that more than you do living in the present, it creates all sorts of problems. Just like if you start living in your past, which a lot of people do that too, it causes depression, regret, remorse, because they're focused on, oh, I wish I would have done that. Or why didn't that happen? And so- Or that was the greatest time of my life ever was like back when I was in junior high or I was the captain of the football team. No one thought junior high was the best time of their (laughs) life. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, the the stinky junior high classrooms. No one thought that's the greatest, but but it's true. Like when you live in those moments of of past, you kind of wish that you still lived in that moment. So by living there, you kind of get depressed, and then you look in the future. Always, it creates this anxiety, and so the solution that when we've talked about this is to say, what's a great solution for this? Is what? Yeah, and I think really focusing on the present today. Finding ways to enjoy what you're doing today, what you have today, because yeah, you may have more money in the future, but work on what you have now. And I really think it's a mindset. You have to kind of shift your mindset and become conscious. And when you pay attention to what, you know, if you catch yourself feeling anxious or something worried about who am I going to marry, what job am I going to get? You can think, wait a second, like, let me look at everything that I have in my life now. And I think gratitude is a huge component to prevent destination anxiety because you start thinking of all the things you do have instead of all the things you don't have or you wish you had. So how how would you do that? So like if someone wanted to, I mean, as dumb as this sounds, like you want to be more grateful and have more gratitude, like what would you suggest you know, as a life coach, I come to you and say, you know, I, I need to have more gratitude. Or you discover like this is something that's missing in your life. Do you think that's going to be helpful? Like what would you suggest yeah, to somebody to how to do more gratitude? Definitely writing it down, keeping a journal, paying attention to when you are feeling those feelings of anxiousness and just start being aware of it because you can't change it until you're aware you're even doing it. So I think a lot of people live like this and they don't even know why or what's causing it. They're very unaware. And yeah, I mean, for years I did that. Yeah. Right. Is that I, I just had this tremendous anxiety, if I'm if I'm candid, is to say, you know, I'll be happy when, you know, I can exercise more, or I'm mm-hmm. gonna be happy when I've made a certain amount of money, or I'll be happy when our bank account shows X. Mm-hmm. Um I'll be happy when we get another home, like whatever it is. Then all of a sudden it's like, you don't even spend the time enjoying that and enjoying the ride at all. You're just trying to chase something in the future that you think is going to bring you happiness, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that you did for me was when we talked about this a few years ago. um, And you just mentioned, you bought, you bought me a gratitude journal. Yeah. It's really, it's it's very helpful. And so maybe tell our listeners if they're not familiar with their gratitude journal, like what is that? I mean, you could buy one or you could just create your own and just, you know, writing three to five things down every night before bed or in the morning, whatever you want to, how you want to implement it. You could put it in your notes on your phone. 
But thinking, and don't just say like food, water, and your shelter. You know, think of things like I'm grateful for the birds or the man on the street that always smiles at me when I drive by. Or, so try to think of different yeah, things, not just the same thing every right, single day that you're right, grateful for. Right. And something that I had to learn that really helped me and why I brought in the weight on the scale because I had this issue. I can't be happy until I lose this much weight. But I realized I've got to start being happy now. And now I really can look at the number on the scale and I just make it neutral because I want to be happy and love myself no matter what. I shouldn't let a number on a scale control my emotions. And I was giving all the power to that number. And so now I can actually say I've taken that power back and I feel like I'm such a happier person and I can love myself where I'm at, even if, yes, I have a goal to lose X amount of pounds and I still want to work out and look, you know, look better and work on that. But I can say I truly can love myself now. And I think it really shows in my life. And I agree. And and sometimes we get so focused on the future. I know I've done this. I focused so much on the future that I didn't enjoy the ride at all. I was just so running so hard, so fast to hurry up and get to that goal that I thought that magically was going to make me happy. And, you know, then you get it and you're like, okay, now what? You know, it reminds me, I had a friend that um, climbed Mount Everest and he trained for multiple, like a couple of years, I think, got in amazing shape, trained for it, got there and he did ascend to Everest. And I asked him about this and I said, what, what was that like? And he's like, oh, it was great. But now he's like super depressed mm-hmm. because he's like, look, nothing else compares to that now. Like what else am I going to go to the movie and watch a movie and like that's going to be exciting? And it's like, okay, so now he's dwelling in the past, but he probably had all this, you know, anxiety about getting there and to hurry up and hit this goal. And how many times have we ever like reached for a goal? Like we... We've had so much anxiety and thought this was going to be so amazing. And then you get there and you're like, that was it? Yeah. Like, Well, uh, I, I thought of this. Like I recently paid off one of our cars and I was like, this is exciting, right? I was talking to the teller. I'm like, I feel like I should have balloons falling from yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, where's the confetti that drops <laughs> from like, the ceiling? Because I'm like, this is a cool me. thing. We're paying off our car. But it was nothing. And I just paid it, walked out. It was very anticlimactic. So I think sometimes the excitement that we get, like the the rush that we get is the actual planning of it and working towards paying off a debt or going on a vacation. It's almost that is where all the excitement comes. Yeah. And sometimes when you get there, and, you know, that shouldn't be a disappointment, but don't expect balloons and confetti to come down when you've reached your destination because there's just going to be something else that you're wanting to do or that another goal. Right. And I I found for me, one of the best solutions with this, and we started to, to hint on this a few minutes ago, and that is to stay in the moment. Right. It's to focus on the present and I'll share an idea and and baby, maybe you have a Mm -hmm. few things to share on this too. But for me, it was slowing down in life. I don't know if any of our listeners are like this, but like I was in such a rush for life somehow. I wanted to squeeze everything in there. We got to do all this. And somehow I started creating even like imaginary deadlines. Like I have to make a certain amount of money by a certain age or have a certain home by a certain age or 
whatever it is. And, and so all of a sudden you start to crank that out. And I was missing so much in that phrase of like, hey, take time to smell the roses. I'm like, what roses, man? I didn't even see the roses. And I had this epiphany. I think I shared this with you, babe, a little while ago. So I've I've done some triathlons. Um, I'm not an Ironman person, but I've done some triathlons. And I was running and training for um, this event. And I've shared this maybe before in a podcast, but it really hit me was I ran by these this area so much that I did not notice the surroundings around me. And then I just stopped and paused and saw that one day and kind of walked by it. And all of a sudden it just hit me how amazing it was. Or the other day I was out for a run and I just took in like all these sunflowers were in bloom. And I'm just like, man, that is amazing. And so one of the things I'm I'm trying to share with listeners is to say, one, enjoy the moment. And two, what I have found helps with destination anxiety is to just slow down in life. Mm-hmm. Just slow life down. You can still hit your goals. You can still do all those things and accomplish all of that. But just enjoy the ride and slow down a little bit. And I think that makes all the difference. It, it's like running through something and you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. You're not taking it in. So what would you say? Yeah, and I think doing something when you feel yourself anxious or whatever, doing something intentional, calling a friend, listening to music, do something that you love to kind of bring you back to the present. And the word present, it means a gift. So giving a gift to yourself when you're feeling yourself um, anxious to get somewhere and try to focus on, okay, what is it about now that I'm grateful for, that I love, that I can appreciate, that I can focus on? So I think if you can master this, which I don't know if anyone masters this, but I really think if you look at society and people that you admire, they probably, you know, have a better grasp on this, the people that are happiest. Because happiness is not a future. It's not a past. It's definitely in the present. Yeah, I, I think something else that has helped me that I, I was really terrible at for a long time, if I got candid, was, you know, with destination anxiety, if I was talking to somebody, I was thinking about the next seven things I had to do behind them. Right, someone's to talk about whatever. I could make small talk, chit chat, and I need to hurry up and get to work or the next meeting or the next person I have to see or whatever else that it is, instead of slowing down and enjoy that moment. And I really have to make a conscious decision to say one, I'm going to slow down, and two, I'm going to enjoy this moment. It would be like being on like a cruise ship and there's this amazing sunset that's coming down and you don't even take the time to enjoy it. And you're like, well, the whole reason we came on this cruise was to have this amazing sunset experience over the water and connect. And I'm missing it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're missing the whole point. Like, what does it matter if you're running to make more money or have a house or whatever? And you're just missing out on all the relationships and everything. So, you know, slow down, I would say. And then two, Mm -hmm. I would say, make a conscious decision to say, I'm going to be focused in the present. Yeah, and you know, focus on what you're grateful for because gratitude will definitely bring you back and focus on the things that really matter. Yeah, and, and enjoy the what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there are times, babe, like I'll be out with you, and I might be thinking. Let's say we're on a date, and I'm thinking about all these different things I've got, and I'm like, you know what? I just got to shut that out because they're all going to be there when I'm done. But let me just go enjoy this moment with you right here, right now, because. I don't know if I'm getting another one of these. 
you know, and I hope I do. And it helps us to, I think, just all of our senses come alive a little bit as opposed to just running through life somewhat numb Yeah, with all of that. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, it's, it's not a terribly hard concept, but right. I think if you're conscientious about it, and it's just something that we've learned. Um, and again, that's part of the, the genesis of our podcast is to say we just want to share some things that we've learned to hopefully help some people uh, with this. So if, you're, if you find yourself kind of running through life, if you feel like that you're always telling yourself, I'm going to be happy when, you might have some destination anxiety issues going on. Or if you find yourself clinging to the past and maybe you know reminiscing about that, or like you said, having remorse, it might be a deal that you need to really be conscious about saying, I need to stay in the present. And what we have found, by staying in the present, you actually are happier in life. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 